Medellin was once a city seemingly beyond help, a dark metropolis at the center of the Colombian drug trade, controlled by criminals, which in the late 1980s became known as one of the most dangerous cities on the planet. It's in light of this that the Medellin of today is so improbable. There are squares and parks and public transport. Its residents can leave their houses and go for walks. And crucially, there are world-leading programs in place to tackle the still-present problems of poverty, violence, and inequality. Sergio Fajardo was a professor of mathematics before he led a group of fellow outsiders into politics with the goal of changing Medellin. It was under his mayorship that many of the most impactful projects in Medellin took shape, part of a policy to build the most beautiful spaces in the poorest areas, to build not just more schools but better ones, alongside libraries and centers for innovation and cultural education, and to include the residents in the process. The genius of Medellin's turnaround thus far has been in its understanding of how urban planning, architecture, and transport infrastructure can change the social fabric of a place, reorienting the outlook of a population. We have made education the engine of transformation. Now, education today is not just this, the school system, but science, technology, innovation, entrepreneurship, and culture. We knew that we had to make tangible all these concepts that traditionally are seen as abstract. Those spaces, it would be a way of changing the skin of those communities where they had seen violence. So we were working with legality, transparency, civic culture, and having a physical transformation in the city, connecting places that you would never see connected. And we had this urban transformation that, for the people, realized what we were talking about about what it meant to bet on people's capacity. Two of the most significant examples of this policy are the Metro Cable cable car line and the library Biblioteca España near the top of it, situated in one of the poorest neighborhoods in the far north of Medellin. This was a population that had previously been entirely left to its own devices. Now these neighborhoods not only have convenient public transport, but also a space where residents can go and read, take workshops, or just spend time in a public space, once unthinkable here. Están instalados en las comunidades que más lo necesitan, ¿cierto? Entonces es proponerle a la comunidad y a los, eh, digamos, sectores menos favorecidos unos espacios que también ellos se merecen, con buenas colecciones, con buen acceso a internet, con buena tecnología, ¿sí? Con espacios agradables, habitables, que les permitan redimensionar el mundo y su relación con el otro. The wealthy Poblado neighborhood on the south side of the city is a world away from the slums, nearly always visible spreading up the mountainside in every direction. Architect Camilo Restrepo has his office here alongside one of Medellin's many mountain creeks. Restrepo's practice is responsible for the new orchid house at Medellin's Botanical Gardens, another important site in the city's drive to reopen public space to the people. Public space was seen as a place where things, where bad things happened. So also it's been an obsession. How people will reclaim the streets? How will people will reclaim the public space? Because public space was, many years ago, was where everything wrong, bad, dangerous happened. And architecture and urbanism comes as another layer that makes this possible. Medellin's botanical gardens used to be a no-go area, the neighborhoods around them even more so. One of the government's great achievements was to transform the area by remaking the gardens and building the Parque Explora Museum next door. Both are educational spaces that also create community, drawing residents from all sectors of the city. One of the first steps in the transformation of the area was to tear down the garden's outer walls. El jardín estaba rodeado de muros 
y esa es una de las condiciones de nuestra ciudad. Casi toda la ciudad, por los fenómenos de violencia sufridos en los 80s y 90, se volvieron, se encerraron. Y eso le pasaba a los espacios públicos. Entonces, una de las primeras acciones hace unos ocho años fue tumbar estos muros y transformar esos lugares. Medellín has a unique advantage in that its regional utilities company, the EPM, is owned by the city and distributes profits to major public projects. That has helped enable much of what has been done so far and has the city well positioned to continue investing in itself. It's a city with much to look forward to, with a number of new projects already underway. Dozens of daycare centers will soon be built around the city, new schools and libraries are in the works, and one of the largest projects ever undertaken will soon see the river and roadways that cut through Medellín's center completely transformed into parkland. This is a long process of transformation, now in its 10th year but only just getting started. Major problems persist, violence continues and whole swaths of the city remain off limits. It will take many more years of sustained political will and innovative thinking to see the job through. But this is an optimistic population, precisely because the progress thus far has yielded such a different city from the one residents knew 20 years ago. Crecer in this city was quite difficult, right? Nosotros vivíamos encerrados, no salíamos al espacio público, no salíamos de nuestras casas. A encontrarse con una ciudad que permite tener espacios de encuentro, transporte público, eh, buenas universidades, me hace ser muy optimista de que la ciudad sí se puede transformar y va por un buen camino. Our actions, our infrastructures, our buildings, our public space, new public spaces and all that are a tool to build the dreams of the communities. In that sense is that we believe medicine has been very innovative because what we have invented is a way of using conventional or normal tools to transform dreams into realities. For Monocle in Medellin, I'm Gabriel Lee.